Hey, hey, hey. This week we're going to start um, a few episodes. I'm not sure how many it's going to be because it's a lot to cover. But I know that this topic will be multiple um, episodes. And we're going to get into emotional traumas and abuse because this is the area that affects men and women for years and years and years and it's so hard to heal because you don't see it it's easily forgotten but it never goes away until you address it um, identify it and make a determination about what you are going to do about it. So, emotional traumas and abuse take so many different forms within your life. And we go through life after experiencing some things. And some things are major. Some things you need therapy for. Some things... Um, you really need to get assistance to heal from. And then it's those things that we go through our day-to-day life like it's normal. But either something is being inflicted onto us or we are inflicting it onto someone else. And most of the time when any type of abuse is discussed, it's mainly a man doing it to a woman. But when you talk about emotional abuse, women are guilty of inflicting emotional abuse onto men. But because men tend to brush it off and don't internalize it, well, we think they don't internalize it. Um, it doesn't get addressed as much as it gets addressed when it's done to a woman. So this discussion is gender neutral. It's not, I may say he or I may say her, but that's just in a matter of the discussion and talking about it. But I'm making it very, very clear that this is gender neutral. Because a lot of stuff that I'm going to talk about, we as women do it on a daily basis. We brag about it sometimes. Some of us enjoy doing it. And we don't think that it has an effect on the men in our lives. So do not think that this is about um, men. It's not. Is about both of us because we do it in different ways, uh, but it still has the same effect um, no matter which way and which direction that it's done. So what is abuse? So abuse is any behavior, any behavior, whether it's verbal, physical, financial, it doesn't matter. It's any behavior 
that is designed to control another human being through the use of fear, humiliation, verbal or physical assaults, and the withholding of financial support, love, communication, time, all of that equates to emotional abuse because it's affecting someone else. So that's the definition of abuse, but what is emotionally abuse? So you have physical abuse, you have verbal abuse, you have those different abuses that you can label, but what equates to emotional abuse? So when you talk about emotional abuse, you're talking about the verbal. You're talking about criticism. You're talking about intimidation. You're talking about manipulation. You're talking about the refusal to love, the refusal to please, the refusal to communicate, the refusal to compromise. Those all equate to emotional abuse, brainwashing, you know, anything that systematically wears down someone's self-confidence sense of self-worth, anything that's going to make somebody doubt their own beliefs, perceptions, concepts, you know, that's where gaslighting comes in, where you know you know what you know, but then somebody comes along and try to convince you that what you know, you may not know, then you start second-guessing yourself, and that's all a part of emotional abuse you know if 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 you're berating someone belittling them intimidating them um if the way you speak to them is like you're condescending you're trying to act like you're teaching them or guiding them but you're doing it in such a condescending way that it makes them feel bad or feel less than over time, that's emotional abuse because it's wearing a person down to the point where they're going to be affected for a long period of time. And and it may affect even if they get out of the relationship or the friendship or don't work with this person, co-worker, boss, it could be anybody. It still has a residual effect on their life. Because now they're constantly moving through life thinking that what this person has said about them is true. Or they're doubting their their abilities and their self-worth because of the way one or two individual people have treated them. So, you know, if if this is who you are, if, if you get off on belittling somebody if you get off like you know I told them yeah I told him off or I told her off and I told her about herself you never know how what you're saying is going to affect someone else so you have to be very very careful about how you speak to people and if you're doing it intentionally then why are you doing it what is the purpose of what you are doing Are you intentionally trying to control this person, to dominate them, 
to to have them under your control that they have to doubt anything that they say or do and this is where women are inflicting emotional abuse on men when you're with someone and you and, and a man feels like they can't even if a woman walks down the street they got to look straight or look up to the clouds because you will kirk off that is not healthy that is not a healthy place to be it's not healthy to be on the receiving end of it it's a matter of always walking on eggshells because you don't know what's going to flick this person off and when they flick off they just go on a a tan, a tantrum that is just so demeaning and degrading that the person does not want to endure it ever again so now they have to like okay well what do i do to keep this person from going off on me or what do i do to keep this person from saying stuff to me that is going to hurt me so how do i navigate through this relationship because I love this person or I need this job, but this is my friend. We'd be friends for 20, 30 years. How do I navigate around this person so that I don't have to endure this abuse? Because that's just how they are. That's not acceptable anymore. It's not. You have to understand that when we talk to one another in the manner that we talk to one another and it doesn't matter if oh i'm just blunt oh that's just how i am oh i just shoot from the hip i just tell them how it is no 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 because when you do that you are cutting people at their core you are creating scars within somebody that cuts deeper. That's where that's where that saying came from. Oh, I cut you to the white meat. Because you you know you cut you going low. You going low and you trying to cut them. You trying to cut them so deep that they heart bleed. But you don't realize that you get it out your system. You feel good. You told them. That's right. I told them. In your moment. You got your five minutes of fame, but you really hurting the person. And when you look at it in hindsight, was it worth it? Was it really worth it? Was it that serious that you have to go in that hard? You know, what are you getting out of it? And sometimes we do it not realizing, but I'm letting you know that it hurts. It hurts the person, especially if that person really loves you or care about you or look up to you or this is where they have to come to work. And you just humiliated this person in front of the entire department or in front of the entire staff. And now this person has to come back to work and look at these people after being humiliated in front of somebody like that's traumatic. What do you get out of doing that? You know, it's it's like I, it's a it's a coworker that I have 
This man gets off on humiliating people, just making them look foolish. And it's sad, you know, but you would have to be a very mature, professionally mature person to understand that hurt people hurt people. Incompetent people make other people look incompetent. Because anybody that has to go around and hurt a person verbally, that they have issues within themselves. And that's the part that they don't want to admit. They have issues. But you have to be able to identify that the person that you're dealing with has issues and their issues has nothing to do with you. And this really resonates with me because um, as I was growing up, my mom drank and it seems like when she drank, she took her anger and frustration out on me. And, you know, she has said some really harsh things to me that sticks with me to this day. But it took me a long time to understand that that had nothing to do with me. It had absolutely nothing to do with me. But unfortunately, because of the way I was treated and the way that I was talked to, I didn't feel or believe that I was worthy of love for a long time. And I made decisions in my in my early adulthood life that I'm not proud of. I made decisions that wasn't in my best interest. I made decisions that now looking back, I totally did not love or respect myself. But it's okay. You know, it's okay because I understand who that person was in that at that time. And I understand now why I was that person. So I'm able to forgive me for the bad decisions and the things that I have done that maybe I should have done differently. But it took a lot. It took a lot of self-reflection. It took a lot of crying. It took a lot of trying to figure me out. It took a lot to get all of that emotional scars and emotional burdens off of me in order for me to get to the point where I understand that, you know what, this is not my battle. This is not my fault. This is not something that I created. I'm just a product of, I'm just on the receiving end of somebody else's problem. And if you don't understand that, then you will carry it around with you also. So I'm going to take a short break and I will be right back. And we're going to jump back into this because there's so much more that we need to talk about and learn about this so that we can stop inflicting this on others and we will understand and stop allowing people to inflict it on us so don't go anywhere we'll be right back 
Are you struggling to stay motivated or keeping your team productive? Is your work life plagued with issues and conflicts that you are not equipped to handle? Hi, I'm Tracy Horton. As a certified professional and personal development strategist that has gone through my own experiences as a Black female in the criminal justice field and managing people for over 14 years, I can assist you with accomplishing effective resolutions for your problems. If you are interested, you can take advantage of my free 30-minute consultation by sending me a message to hortonstrategistgroup at gmail.com to schedule your appointment. Stay encouraged and remember, experience is our best teacher. Welcome back. Um, so I'm just going to jump right back in because I just feel so passionate about this because it, it affected me for a long time. So when you go through an emotional abuse, you carry around a lot of shame and a lot of guilt because for some reason, when it comes to emotional abuse, we take it on and blame ourselves for the abuse because we sit there and say, oh, what could I have done differently? What could I have said? What could I have done? What could I have wore? What could I have um, did, you know, differently that would have kept this person from saying the things that they said or doing the things that they're doing to me? And... It's nothing. I mean, sometimes maybe, sometimes maybe there, there, there is something that maybe you could have done differently as far as a response or action. So every time someone does something, it doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. Um, Sometimes they don't know how to handle their emotions. Sometimes they don't know how to communicate or how to express what they're feeling inside. And that frustrates them. So it's a, it's a slippery slope when you're dealing with um, emotional stuff because there's so many factors that go into it. You know, you have to understand the person that's doing the delivery. You have to understand what the circumstances was. Could there have been something that could have been done differently that the outcome may have came out differently? But then you also have to understand when it is abuse. When they are insulting you on a regular basis. Because a healthy relationship looks like if you hurt me and I say, you hurt me, that hurt me. Please don't talk to me that way again. And they listen and they acknowledge and they hold themselves accountable and they don't do it again. That's healthy. That's healthy and people make mistakes. No one is perfect. So the key to it is, you have to be able to be comfortable to express that you have been hurt. 
if you are afraid to address how you feel with someone, that's a problem. If the person fails to acknowledge how you feel and dismiss your feelings and dismiss your interpretation or your perception of what you're feeling, that's a problem. If the person refuses to acknowledge that they even did it or said it is a problem. If they don't take accountability for it, that's a problem. And if they continue to do it, that's a problem. So those are like the factors that you go by to determine whether or not this person is worthy to continue in your journey. So, and this is how you can determine if you are the problem. If someone comes to you and say, hey, you did this to me. And your response is, oh, get out of here. Girl, please go ahead with that. That's a problem. If somebody comes to you and say, please don't talk to me that way. Oh, well, you need to just stop being soft because that's just how I am. You know, I keep it real. That's a problem. If somebody comes to you and say you did something to hurt them and you were like, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. Girl, you tripping. And even if I did, get over it. That's a problem. So you have to be able to identify when you are the problem and you need to be able to identify when they are the problem. Because we can't continue. This is how hurt people hurt people. And this is why we continuously have a cycle of abuse in these problems. And then as a, especially the black community, we deal with these emotional traumas. And, and this is, and I'm not talking about any serious um, situations um, like uh, maybe a rape or anything like that, that is deeper than a everyday occurrence, like an everyday little tit for tat or everyday little statement, because those are situations that is, I'm not equipped to handle those type, because those are ones, those are situations that really need a therapist that can really walk you through how to deal with those traumas. These emotional traumas and abuse that I'm talking about is the ones that we inflict on one another on a daily basis. These are the ones that people use to control and to manipulate um, so that they can have their way with no type of care or for how the other person feels. Or what the other person is going through. They only care about what they want. When they want it. How they want it. And don't care who they have to step on to get it. So I just want to be clear. When I say emotional traumas and emotional abuse. I'm not talking about the severe. Where like you know if you raped or molested. Or, you know, those type of emotional traumas that really need um, a professional, professional help to overcome and to get through. If, if that's 
who you are, then I, you need to take account for it. You need to at least take the time to identify that, yes, this is me. Oh my gosh, I do this all the time. And not only do you need to acknowledge it, you need to go and fix some stuff. You know, you need to go fix some stuff and say, hey, if I did this and you know who you've done it to. Even if you're no longer talking to the person, even if you're no longer friends, because you don't know how that affects that person. You don't. You don't know what impact it had on, especially your children, especially your children, because it's like we get so angry sometimes because we tired, we frustrated, we doing everything on our own. And then, you know, when they get to be sassy and they get to the age where they think they can say what they want to say, think they grown and we just explode. We still say stuff that we should not say. If you're not encouraging your kids, and I am so guilty of this because I did not have the support. So I tell my kids all the time, I support my kids. I, I Anything financially, I, you got it. But when it comes to that, oh, you're, you're good, you're going to do it and you're going to, I verbally struggle. I struggle verbally with verbalizing my support. And it has caused problems with my relationship with my children. So we have been able to sit down and talk about it. I have gotten to the point where I receive it and I do what what I can to change. I'm intentional with how I deal with my children now, even though they're grown. And this is why I'm saying that it's so important that we need to identify when we're hurting people. Because even though you have good days, but when they come to you with the bad stuff, you have to be able to listen and you have to be able to own it. You have to put your ego to the side and say, you know what? I did that. And I'm sorry. And I will do everything in my power not to do it again. And you have to be intentional with it. And when you find yourself doing it, you have to stop. Or even if you do it, you have to immediately say, oh my gosh, I did it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. I noticed it. And at least let them know that you're trying to change, that you're making an attempt to change, that you're making the progress and the and, and you're giving it the energy so that they can be happy and receive what they need to receive, how they need to receive that interaction and love from you. So that's part one. This is part one because this is just the part where we try to identify who does these things to us and who we do these things to. So part two we're going to get into the symptoms of what you go through when you're dealing with emotional abuse and you may not even be aware of it. So tune in next week for part two. And I hope that you take the time and really just think about it. 
think about it and see how you're communicating with one another. Think about how people are communicating with you and how they're treating you. And understand if you don't feel right about it, then do something about it. And I'm going to get into a domestic violence segment and I'm I'm still debating on how I want to get into that because that's such um and I may have a, a, a guest on um that have gone through a domestic violence situation but the key to it that I want to identify when I talk about domestic violence is to identify the signs before you get in too deep and get out and learn those red flags. That's that's part of the series that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be talking about. Um, but for this week, I just want you to think about it. And, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's with your friends, your family, your significant other. When you're about to pop off and say some crazy stuff, just pause. Just pause and breathe and think about what you're about to say. And if you can't control what you're about to say, walk away. Walk away. Don't say something that you know most likely will hurt the person that you work with, the person that you love, the person that you care about. Just Walk away, take a breather, cool down, and talk about it at another time. And if you have done this to somebody, write a list. Write a list of people that you feel fall into this category that has either done it to you or you have done it to them. And evaluate that list. And see who you need to talk to. Who do you owe an apology to? Who do you have to acknowledge that I'm that person? Who do you have to put on notice that you're not going to allow that person to do what they're doing to you? So that's what I want you to do for this week. Think about what you need to do about it. And don't be afraid. Put your ego aside. You don't know how much healing that you can bring to a person's life by just acknowledging that you hurt them. You don't know how much healing you could bring to your own life by standing up and saying, you're not doing this to me anymore. You're not talking to me like this anymore. I don't have to tolerate it. I'm not that person. I deserve better. So just do what you got to do. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Take My Life to 10. And I look forward to continuing this conversation with you next week. So have a good evening. Be blessed and be safe.